to today at the New Japan Cup for the final time in 2022. It's been a long old journey of 15 nights of professional wrestling, but finally, I'm at the end. And to join and celebrate the end with me is Mr. Marcus Green of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. How are you doing, sir? Good. It's been a while, specifically for our New Japan talks, but it's, it's good to be back. It is. Now, you haven't seen this show, so you're purely here for commentary effect. Uh, has John has taken on that mantle the last couple of Sundays, and it does flesh out my thoughts somewhat to have someone to bounce ideas off of. Um, and I have to explain a bunch of stuff, because I had to explain it to John, who was slightly concerned last week that Master Wata would join Bullet Club. Um, thankfully, that horror has not been visioned upon us. <laughs> Um, but we'll start with the first show, which featured Bushi defeating Kazi Fujita in 7 minutes and 20 seconds. Bushi hasn't won anything in ages, and it's the best of Super Juniors coming up next month, so he best start winning something, because normally he wins five or six matches, so they've kind of got to stop him being the guy who gets pinned in LIJ matches for a while. So that's why this match happened, and it was fine. What's your thoughts on Bushi? Yeah, it feels like in some kind of way. I mean, obviously, anybody long-time listeners know... Um... Would, would you know we always champion uh you know the desperados and uh and even bushies because a lot of times you know they can get uh forgotten specifically somebody like bushy who it kind of feels like consistently we say he hasn't won anything in ages uh, <laughs> but, but which is which is why we look forward to things like super juniors because the likes of him and you know obviously desperado uh and others get to get to really show out and shine and, and show what they can really do so i'm glad that he got a win here you know yeah, Fujita's kind of like this young, scrappy upstart rookie who does things like picks fights with Tomohiro Ishii. So, you know, he's a bit of an idiot, but <laughs> he's got he's got some fire about him. Can't complain about him. I think he'll be quite good when he comes back off excursion. So there's that. Right. <laughs> I'd, I'd just rather, you know, real quick, I'd rather throw jabs at a cactus than pick fights with Tomohiro Ishii. He just stood. There was the young boys versus chaos the other day. He just like stands there and just starts chopping Ishii. And Ishii looks like he's just like, What are you doing? <laughs> just, just calm down, go away, come back when you're tall enough. Um, next match. Oh, you aren't you, you're aware of the impact end of the Bullet Club shenanigans, aren't you? Yes, my gorillas continue to suffer, they do indeed, but not so much. They have help now. Do you know who's helping them? Give me a name. Raisuke Taguchi and Master Wato. You got two more names? (laughs) 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 Uh, The other one's Hiroshi Tanahashi. That all, hey. There's nothing to complain about about Tanahashi. Yeah, the ace came down and helped out the gorillas the other day and tagged with them on Friday. Um, It's basically when they got back to Japan, Tamatonga lost to um, Padlock Farley. No, it wasn't Padlock Farley. It was Shingo Takagi in an absolute banger, actually. It was really, really good. And then Tangaloa lost to Evil, and the rest of Bullet Club came down and beat up. Gorillas of Destiny and Jado. Oh, sorry, Jado. No, Jado. Yeah, Jado. <laughs> the beat up Gorillas of Destiny and Jado. And so they were on the Ruppers for a while. And then a couple of days later, Raisuke Taguchi, of course, Bullet Club's original sin. Uh, Bullet Club would not exist without Raisuke Taguchi getting beaten up. Um, 
came down with Master Wato to help out the gorillas. It was kind of a, we, they were kind of having a crack at um, Phantasmo and Ishimori, and it was kind of a byproduct. And then hands were offered from the gorillas and hands were shaken. And then the other night, Tanahashi came down to help out. And uh, it seems that G.O.D. have been taken towards the Hontai bosom, if you will. And as Tanahashi put it, hey, we keep losing guys to L.I.J., Suzuki Gun and United Empire. We best get some back. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to complain about uh, my boys getting help. Uh, wherever it comes from, because, you know, Bullet Club narrative is all over the place, if you will. <laughs> uh, or solely in the hands of one Jay White, one of the best going. But, uh, yeah, they... Uh, it's been tumultuous for them with the group, considering they've been trying to hold down the fort for so long. It seems like them and Fale were the pillars that not even, you know, mm. winds from a hurricane could move. But they got uprooted because, of, you know, you know, Jay White will, will always have his own uh, imaginations about. So, um, like I said, wherever it come from, whether it be Master Wato, who, you know, I find a large amount of my amusement and, and fun through commentary by John. <laughs> the bane of his existence. <laughs> it, it always brings me great joy uh, to hear his commentary on him. So, um, but yeah, I'm glad they they find the guys. Cause like Tanaji said, it's uh, you know between Lij and you know other factions, they you know a lot of people have been kind of defecting and going back and forth. You know, and anything mm-hmm. became possible once we saw what happened with Evil. So yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Battle of Farley Chase Owens, El Fantasma, Ghetto, and Taiji Shimori did defeat. Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, six or nine, and Jado. It's slightly bizarre seeing Jado as a babyface manager. Um, but they did have a cover story for it because when Jado and Gado had their debut in the UWA in Mexico, it was Haku who got them the job. And Jado's in the storyline, Jado has never forgotten that. And um, he's, uh, he's staying with his boys. And uh, that's, that's a cool thing. Master Heater is no longer heating quite so much. <laughs> uh, next up was a six-man tag Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, Yoshinubi Karamona, sorry, Yoshinubi Kanemura defeated Tomohiro Ishii, Toriyano and Yo in eight minutes and four seconds the current storylines coming out of this match is Ishii and Suzuki Gun are off to New Japan Strong sorry, Minoru Suzuki are off to New Japan Strong for a tour and no doubt some dates with AEW and various other people um, so they're having a bit of a kickoff to, to kind of put the things going uh, for the Chicago and for the Dallas shows. Taishi is currently wrapped up with Toriyano and is looking to challenge for that King of Pro Wrestling Championship that Toriyano currently owns. And Kanemaru and Yo were there because they needed two other wrestlers. That was about it. Really. <laughs> yeah. Eight, eight minutes and four seconds. Any thoughts on this one, Marcus? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, like I'm definitely with that scenario laid out, definitely championing a Yano victory. Um. Because all L's to Tai Chi, as we know, my narrative. Is him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, that that's uh, like you said, I feel like it's a solid affair. Definitely go try to go back and, and watch uh, some of these New Japan Cup matches because again, it's New Japan. You always gonna get solid wrestling, and and the Cup is one of the consistent yes. tournaments of the year. So you know you can't it go is. wrong. And the actual Cup itself is gorgeous as well. Like yeah, absolutely. carved mahogany, gold bits, and yeah. it's just incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah aside okay. from that, 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 that new uh, world championship that they brought out, it's 
they do really great with uh, <laughs> the aesthetic of their, of their uh, trophies and, and championships. Oh, yeah, it's dreadful, but there you go. Uh, next up, Sho and Yujiro Takahashi defeated El Desperado and Takamichi Noko in 37 seconds. How did this come to pass, you say? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, Sho decided in frustration that he's not got the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship from El Desperado that he wants, called it all off and walked away. Um, and Yujiro kind of stood still waiting for him. And then Despi and Taka came out wondering where he was. And then Sho jumped Takamichinoku from behind, chop blocked him, threw him in the ring, and then stuck a submission on him. And Yujiro kept uh, Desperado down to make him watch uh, Taka tapping out and then lose the match because they're House of Torture and they're the ultimate evil, which was a bit more fun than the normal House of Torture match. So it was it was reasonable. Uh, <laughs> it only lasted 37 seconds, so I won't bother about that. But the big kind of show, pardon my pun, showdown at the moment is obviously show versus Desperado for the junior heavyweight title. As Despy put it, I've got to wrestle show or he'll keep moaning and we can't move on then, can we? But not quite so northern when he said that because he's Japanese. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting it's been really cool to see the uh the journey of evolution if you will uh for showing yo um coming coming off of you know working um as you know the, the new rapungi 2 you know 3k and all that um mm -hmm. from a tag team the individual and uh you dealing with lij and, and factions like that you have to turn up the aggression you have to, you know, uh, one of my favorite versions of that was what we saw, how we saw Takahashi elevate Kushida all the years back. Yeah, yeah. He, when he had to turn things up, you have to be able to do that. And we've seen both of those guys put on, uh, you know, muscle and, and change their aesthetic and do stuff like that. So you got to, you know, go through certain things. And who better to do that with than the Tokyo pimp himself? <laughs> you know, who's always down for some good shenanigans. So that's that's cool. To, that's cool to hear. Yeah, I mean, Despy is. I can, I'm trying to think. Despy's not had a good. He has had a good run as junior heavyweight champion. He had that outstanding match with Hiromo at Wrestle Kingdom. Where he beats Hiromo, and then gets pinned by Yo the next day. <laughs> She's like, what? And then Yo um, challenges for the belt, and that was a good challenge. I don't think Show takes the title off of Desperado. Uh, the big money is obviously in Hiromo versus Desperado, but they're going to save that for Wrestle Kingdom next year, you would think. Yeah. But we shall see. Um, but there are other things in the pipeline for Hiromu, so as you all will talk about later on. But Despy versus Show is a nice placeholder, and Despy does take the championship seriously. He wants to be the cornerstone of the division. It wasn't something he ever saw himself being, um, but a couple of best of super juniors and all of a sudden he's the star of the company. Um, and he's the guy that's lifting the weight when Hiromu goes off on his flats of fancy, you know, so he's, he's the guy and they want, he wants to be the guy and that's a big difference, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's been really good watching them develop through this tour and Desperado versus Okada was one of the best matches of the tournament. You know, the junior heavyweight champion versus the heavyweight champion, Despy a year ago couldn't have had that match, and then it was absolutely thrilling. Um, and he looked like he'd un he could unseat Okada. He's one of the few guys in the tournament who looked like he could unseat Okada, actually. So yeah, he's he he gained an awful lot from that match, and it was an outstanding professional wrestling match, maybe match of the year already. Um, but there's been some good contenders for match of the year in this tournament. Pardon me. Right, 
we move on. United Empire, Aaron Herenray, Great O'Khan, Jeff Cobb and Grunty McGruntington defeated Great Bashiel, Togi Makabe, Tomiyaki Homma and Bishimon, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto, much to the joy of my broadcast colleague today, are the current IWGP Tag Team Champions. And Great O'Khan and Jeff Cobb are eyeing up a title shot by calling them names. Um, so <laughs> so that, that's, that's the level of storytelling we're currently at in the tag team division. But yeah, that should be a quirky match. Grunty McGrunting, then, for those of you who not been listening to this show, is Will Ospreay, who I can do a fair impression of as far as promos which are concerned, which are, oh no, as he walks to the ring. Marcus. That was actually damn good because I could see the faces as you. <laughs> I could see like you. You invoked the image in my head, and that, that <laughs> damn is perfect. So, um, yeah, that's that's what's become Allspray, sadly. But um, yeah, like you said, that should be a cracking match. Um, you know, the, the, you know, obviously really great to see my boy with the with the you know on one half of the champions, and he always finds a spot to, you know, thrive in, wherever that is. So, you know, uh, Ocon and, and uh, his tag partner go have their hands full, for sure, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's it's intriguing, to say the least. Um, but, yeah, perfectly fine for what it was and was to get Goto and Yoshihashi over as uh, Homer and Makabe. Um, they didn't pin either Homer or Makabe. They pinned, uh, sorry, Goto and Yoshihashi. They pinned Homer. So, Technically, still not challenging yet for the title. Uh, the next tag team championship match was Los Ignorables de Habon, Harumu Takahashi, and Shingo Takagi. They defeated Dick Togo and Evil. For those of you who don't know, during the New Japan Cup, Harumu Takahashi eliminated Evil at Kurikan Hall in front of a packed house. And as much as they're not allowed to cheer, there was kind of like, ah! <laughs> from everyone in the building when evil got pinned by everything is evil nonetheless and today Hiromu managed to get Dick Togo and put everything is evil on Dick Togo in front of evil whilst Shingo Takagi held him down to get the win in seven minutes and 45 seconds this was a really well told story and they've toned down what House of Torture are about which makes them so much more watchable I suppose they needed to do it for the heat, but it eventually made New Japan Pro Wrestling unwatchable for a good seven months. Um, and this just has become a joy to watch. And after the match, Hiromu Takahashi said, I beat you with your own move, and I don't want to challenge you for the Never Openweight Championship. I want you to come and beg me, which is a wonderful thing to say, isn't it? Your thoughts, Marcus? I mean, it sounds brilliant, but most things with Hiromu are... Just because it's a <laughs> um, and just it's nice to see uh, Evil back with a narrative uh, that that uh, I feel like I'm overusing that word, but um, you know, with a story that's not associated obviously with the World Championship. <laughs> um, but uh, just this, you know, that whole it's so rare to think about because you don't, you're not gonna see in in specifically New Japan somebody get beat with their own finish. That's, no, that's no. that's different. That's different. You you see somebody you know go off, attempt it, miss it, or um, you know maybe hit it, and obviously it becomes a false uh, finish. But to be beaten with it, that's that's you know some more nuanced storytelling there. So the 
they have a title in the, in the middle of that and obviously we are well aware um of the history between those two so that's again new japan has always been great at bringing things back around again and again full circle when it needed to yeah, yeah definitely you know this is a long-term story going back to the new japan cup in 2019 not no 2020 you know the the first the first lockdown new japan cup and um, where takahashi went out to evil in the semi-final you know and that that's that's where this story really starts and the, the beginning of house of torture as evil joined bullet a bullet club and turned his back on uh lij you know there's this is a, a long based story which is what they do really really well and hiromu is good as an opportunity um, Hiromu did promise if he won the New Japan Cup that he would challenge Desperado for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, which he didn't win because he went out in the semi in the semifinal. So, um, yes, this is Tushingo Takagi, funnily enough. So yes, this was this was uh, a fantastic way to tell the story. And if Tato Hiromu defeats Evil for that I'd never open weight championship, they will blow the roof off the building with just applause alone. So that's that's hard work and that's good. The semi-final of today's show was an interesting tag team affair. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada of Chaos, Satoshi Kojima and Tiger Mask, of all people, <laughs> defeated Strongheart, Seema, L. Lindemann and T-Hawk, and Tatsumi Fujinami, uh, who was accompanied by Issei Onitsaka, another member of Stronghearts. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Stronghearts is uh, part of the Gleet roster, um, they tagged, They were in OVW, they were in Dragon Gate, they wrestled for AEW, so lots of people were seeing them on the early AEW shows. There was some brilliant, brilliant stuff in this particular match. Personal favourite points was El Linderman bossing Satoshi Kojima around. El Linderman is a junior heavyweight and he was just throwing Kojima around like a ragdoll. That's how good, he, that's strong he is. It's just insane. And T-Hawk versus Kazuchi Okada. T-Hawk put this series of moves on Kazuchika Okada and everyone in the building was like, oh my God, he's going to pin the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. But I desperately need to see T-Hawk versus uh, Kazuchika Okada now. And Tatsumi Funujinami, who is currently 70 some odd years old, 68, there you go, 68 years old, dragon, dragon screw legged whipping the World Heavyweight Champion and chucking people about all over. What's not to like, Marcus? 14 minutes and 18 seconds. I mean, I absolutely take your word for it. Anybody that's tossing around Kojima or putting in a combination <laughs> of anything on Okada, you know, because uh, Tanahashi and Okada together alone are beating most people. They got the championship <laughs> experience on most people, and that's just Tanahashi by himself, talking about experience. But uh, to see them, you know, kind of get worked over, if you will, I mean, that's that's just a different different level, but it also keeps things interesting because... You know, there's a lot of different players, and, and it, it never kind of, at this point, I'm kind of used to hearing about the guys almost 80 and going back and forth with a time. Because <laughs> that's, that's the, you know, that's what you get in, in New Japan, man. That, mm. that, that, you know, it's, it's like wine in, in Japan, you know. Um, they, <laughs> they sturdy. They build sturdy there. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that just sounds like a fun, fun, like you said, almost 15 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's some good stuff. It is, definitely. Uh, if those of you not seen Strong Hearts want to go see him, you can go to Glate on YouTube. All of their shows are free on there. 
Um, Glatelid at UWF, you see an interesting mix of stuff. Myself and John and Dara have reviewed a bunch of their shows as well, and uh, Matt Roberts too. And yeah, I love their stuff. It's great. I, we do wish they'd put some commentary on it, but and if they want to book us for commentary, me and Matt Roberts will quite happily do it. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we love it. We think it's great. It's great wrestling, and it's free wrestling. What more could you want? They do occasionally pull some shows because it goes on to um, Amoeba's TV wrestling show, weekly show sometimes. But most of their stuff, they've got a women's division, they've got shoot style wrestling, they have really great tag wrestling, bit of lucha, bit of pro style, uh, all sorts of great veterans of Japanese wrestling. They're literally trying to make Japanese wrestling great again, hence why they're called Glate, because Japanese people don't pronounce ours properly. That's true. We thought it was slightly of racist to call it Glate, but no, that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. <laughs> but there you go. Yeah, and strong arts are awesome. Shall we move on to the main event? We shall. Indeed, the main event of the New Japan Cup 2022 final match. The ungovernable uh, Tetsuya Naito, the Stardust genius, wrestled Zack Sabre Jr. And now there is a piece of Osaka Joe Hall that will be forever England as Zack Sabre takes his second New Japan Cup in an absolute classic. 24 minutes and 43 seconds. It took two Zack drivers and God knows how many submissions to finally put Naito away. But your new New Japan Cup champion is English, and he has got a date with destiny at Ryoguku Sumo Hall with Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP World's Heavyweight Championship next month. This was an outstanding professional wrestling match. I kind of had a hint that it wasn't going to be NATO because NATO was the last challenger, and I doubt he'd get two in a row. And Zack Sabre Jr. came out in sparkly new black and gold tights. And that's always a slight giveaway. <laughs> but, hey, maybe something special is happening here. But it was a truly special performance. It probably wasn't the match of the tournament. And NATO's matches have not been specifically good to this tournament. They've been... It's kind of like he's having anti-wrestling matches. One of those things that NATO does every once in a while... He literally won every match in this tournament by roll-up, and he tried every roll-up combination he could in this match and couldn't keep Sabre Jr.'s shoulders down. And there's a good reason for making Zack Sabre Jr. top gauging at the moment, mainly because Jay White's not there. And they tried it with Osprey, and it didn't really work They wanted the way they wanted to. If you look at the attendance figures for Wrestle Kingdom Night 2, you'll see it absolutely didn't work the way they wanted it to. And Zach's a bit more likable, and he speaks Japanese. He's kind of really ingrained himself in the culture. And this was just great, and I just thoroughly enjoyed it. It was thoroughly, I, you shouldn't say deserved in a professional wrestling context because it's about, you know, who makes most money. That's the, that's the whole thing. But equally, this was a deserved tournament victory for the hammerings he took through this tournament. It was just outstanding, outstanding to watch. And I, I very rarely go, ah, at a win for a wrestler these days. But by gum, I did for this because I thought Zach was absolutely superb. And of course, his wrestle husband, Tai Chi, was there to take photographs for him at the end, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was stood there with the press pack with his phone. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. They, they've become quite the pair. Uh, they have indeed. They've become quite the pair. Um, yeah, I mean, you say that it's been NATO winning with roll-ups? Every ratch, every round, you run with a roll-up. I, 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 I gotta say, I'm always uh, continuing to remain envious of the man's suit game. But, uh, 
It is interesting, if nothing else, when that man, whether he's obnoxiously tossing a beautiful tile like the IC belt about or winning matches via roll-up, it is fun to watch that man rebel. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's, it's fun. Um, I, I think that's it. I think it's like a, a flash pin roll-up kind of berates them not getting like five-star classic status because there's no big build to the finish. But that's not the point, is it? A wrestling match is supposed to end when a wrestling match is supposed to end. Could end at any time. It doesn't have to have this big rolling lead up to a finish. You know, we were taught that was the right way because Misawa and Kawada did it 25 years ago. That doesn't necessarily have to be the right way, does it? No, I mean, the the point of the match is those three seconds. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, like as, as John Cena's song uh, mentions that three-second tan. That's what it's all about. And, and, you know, a lot of ways, specifically American artists, we've been so conditioned that the pin only comes after the big move, particularly the, the guy's mm. finisher. Um, and in a lot of ways, the guy's finisher multiple times, which, and, you know, to your point, I don't know if this played into it at all. A lot of, in, over the past few years, we've seen NATO have to win with like multiple um Destinos. Destinos. That's yeah. kind of become his thing. So to kind of be able to cut back on that, um that's that's also an aid, you know, because that's a great move. But once you you know, if you got to hit it twice every match, you know, something like that, um it kind of waters it down. So to see him, you know, remind audiences like, no, I just <laughs> I'm a winner, you know. I'm a winner, and it's all about, you know, specifically when it's a tournament, it's the point. It don't matter how it gets done. I'm a winner. People should actually know that from Yano, but, you know, <laughs> he gets taken for granted anyway. A lot of <laughs> you should know what it's all about, like, you you know, and be used to the roll-up concept. But, again, I don't doubt that this was a, a cracking match. They two are the best they ever do it. And if I've learned anything from watching New Japan, uh, all these years now, specifically, uh, you know, any of their tournaments, particularly like the best of Super Juniors or obviously, you know, the big Kahuna tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can bet against Zack Sabre Jr., but I wouldn't recommend it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Bloody outrageous techers, as he says. Uh, this was just a masterclass. This entire tournament. I, the man amazes me. I've been watching technical wrestlers as, as a British wrestling fan for literally 40 years, and there are few people who wrestled anything like Zack Sabre Jr. before or will do since. He has just got uh, an incredible mind for how professional wrestling is supposed to be done, and his philosophy of professional wrestling and the way it's done right is just on a different page from everybody else. It's it, Actually watching him wrestle is like he's taken little bits of Jim Brinks, and he's taken a little bit of Johnny Saint, and he's applied it to that Wigan submission style and a load of folk wrestling, and you stick it in with a bunch of UWF, and then he's got his own twisted mind on it, and that's what makes yeah. it pop. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, to your point, like uh, we were talking about earlier with the you know changing the, the perception of, of what we you know come to expect from these matches. He's another one. Doesn't have to win the same match anyway twice, you know. Yeah. Well, I said Big Kahuna tournament, the G1. He's either pinning you, 
submitting you. And it's funny because Washington was like, you think you're in a submission and then through some form of, of just, you can call it a miracle, but it, it really comes off like some type of, of, of demon summon. The pain gets worse because he's transitioning <laughs> else. And you don't know what it is. You just know you wanted to stop. So you tap. That's really <laughs> uh, or he pins you. And for some reason, the, it gets tighter because he's doing a, a, a freaking split or he's 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 transitioned into a self-chancery or something like that. And it's 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 it really is a master class watching him. Like I said, he he's he's a chess player, not a checker player when he's in that ring. And, you know, if he's won that that tournament multiple times, it's not because he was handed it. So, oh, no, I, I mean, he started off. The, the, within three moves, he got to orienteering with an eight-palm death to start with. <laughs> it's like, that's the move that won him the tournament four years ago. He's starting there. So it's like, this is we're starting the whole story again, and I'm going to make you suffer for even longer this time because I'm even better than I was before. You know, and it, he's come across some big milestones in this tournament because he beat Shingo in the G1, and then he came up against him in the semifinal. I was like, Oh, they don't only like two back-to-back -back wins. I wonder if he can get this. And then he beat Shingo in the semi-final, and it was an absolute war. Uh, Shingo put him through the ringer, and you know he Shingo does not hit softly. And then he goes up against NATO, and I'm like, well, at least they won't damage each other because they're not they're not that as crazy as they used to be. Um, and it was a very much in the ring professional wrestling match, which is what NATO needs given the needs given the you know current condition of his knees. And what Junior Seb Saxaver Junior needed, because that's his style, you know. And it was very much no. Kevin Kelly said on commentary, "No good comes from going outside the ring. You can only get hurt out there when you're that style of wrestler." And it was the just a brilliantly told story. And I, I'm very very happy that Saber Junior is kind of like top gauging right now. It, it puts a breath of fresh air at the top of the card. He's only wrestled a card or a couple of times in singles matches, and only I think only once for the championships was the last time that. That he faced it, but I don't see any problem with Zack Sabre Jr. being IWGP heavyweight champion going into the summer. I think that would be, uh, I love Okada, he's my guy, but you know, I don't see any problem with him carrying the big belt. I think it would actually put an interesting twist on how that belt's been presented. And he's, you know, it's it, it's possible now because of Shingo and, and Osprey, because outsiders won the big belt um which didn't used yeah. to happen before so and so so yeah i think he's not that he's kind of ingrained in new japan now but you've got to remember he was a noah guy before this <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah and, and 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 you know to your credit it is it says a lot that you would you know um call for him to have the belt off of okada because yeah. like you said you're an okada guy and in the interview not just like saying you strictly biased. Okada is that's house money. Yeah, that's it. You yep. know, Okada is the Bret Hart of his generation. Tanahashi yeah. will probably make you more money on a nightly basis, and NATO yeah. will make you more money at a big event. But a guy who's going to deliver every month and produce you matches of exceptional quality that's going to get Tanahashi and NATO over—that's Okada. That's your man. That's the guy yeah. you go back to. Yeah. yeah, but if you look at his G1 performance, like I said, which is, you know, you could you could almost surmise his career off his G1. It comes mm -hmm. off like a small part, but his G1s, I mean, it's filled with classics. And, 
you know, between his performances there, these two uh, New Japan Cups and his feuds and various other matches that, are, that weren't even in tournaments, it kind of feels like it's been building for a while now over these course of years of him eventually getting to the point for him to actually be world champion. Yeah, that's he's it. absolutely pushed all these guys to their limits in different forms or another to the point where you know for a fact he can beat anybody. It's not yeah. debatable, you know. That's it. And I think as well, as the um, Kevin Kelly pointed out in commentary, and I think it's absolutely true as far as his character development is concerned, tagging with Tai Chi has centered him. It's given him something to care about. He's become a better member of Suzuki Gun. He's become a better wrestler. He's become a better singles, been a better single star because he's been stuck in Japan for two years and he's learned the language and he's, he's become this cross-media star because he's tried. And, you know, a lot of the old Western guys didn't have time to try, to be fair, because they were two weeks on, two weeks off. But he's kind of immersed himself in the culture and has tried to become a Japanese wrestler. And he's probably done it more successfully than most wrestlers have. Absolutely. Right. Well, that kind of calls it a day on today at the New Japan Cup for 2022. Best of Super Juniors is the next one coming up. I will admit, I'm not sure if I will get the time to watch four matches a night. It's a bit tricky to put it all in, but I did it with the G1, so I suppose I can do it with this. <laughs> it's not quite so long, and at least we're not watching World Tag League at the same time, because that was, woof. Yeah, so the back separated this year, so maybe I've got a chance of actually getting everything covered. I would like to thank my guest today, Mr. Marcus Green. Where can we find you on the internet, sir? Oh, man, always my absolute pleasure. You can find me on Twitter, always down to talk, um, at ParadoxKid. That's P-A-R-A-D-O-X-K-I-D. And you can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find the channel Troopany Show channel on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook, Troop, The Troopany Show, as well as Patreon, The Troopany Show, where you can keep us free forever for everyone. That's it. Zack Sabre Jr. is the king of New Japan Pro Wrestling once again. And he has got a date with Destiny in Sumo Hall. Take care and we'll speak to you soon. Bye! Mm -hmm.